the past week, protests and violent clashes between stone-throwing Palestinian youth and Israeli military forces have spread to an increasing number of places throughout the West Bank. Casualties have grown significantly since the Israeli parliament recently approved the use of live ammunition against suspected stone-throwers, even minors. According to the Palestinian Red Crescent Society, Israeli forces have injured at least 1,200 people, 100 with live bullets, and killed seven, including 13-year-old Abdulrahman Obeidallah as he headed home from school in Bethlehem. At a demonstration Tuesday at the Kalandia checkpoint close to Jerusalem, 17-year-old Samir Harimawi banged her cane while on the verge of tears, calling on the international community for support. <laughs> Tensions flared after an Israeli couple, Aitam and Nama Henkin, were shot and killed last Thursday as they returned to their home in an Israeli settlement close to Nablus in the West Bank. Since then, in a series of stabbing attacks, Palestinian perpetrators have killed at least two more Israelis and wounded more than 15. In response, Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu banned Palestinians from entering the old city of Jerusalem for two days and Thursday installed metal detectors at entrances. The clampdown feeds Palestinians' fear that Israel is planning a takeover of the holy site Haram al-Sharif, home to the Al-Aqsa Mosque and known to Jews as the Temple Mount. Like many other Palestinian youth, 21-year-old Basil Obeid has lost faith in the Palestinian leadership's ability to negotiate peace and find a non-violent way to end the Israeli occupation. Thursday, President Abbas said publicly he won't allow Palestinians to be dragged into more violence with Israel. But especially among Palestinian youth, frustrations with the lack of political improvement are high and tensions have been simmering for months. Last year's war in Gaza, in which more than 2,200 Palestinians and 71 Israelis were killed, is still a fresh wound for most Palestinians. And in the West Bank this year alone, Israeli forces have killed at least 25 Palestinians. And while Israeli officials say Jewish extremists killed a mother, father and their baby in an arson attack, it hasn't yet had any repercussions for the perpetrators. In the village of Oriv, close to Nablus, 60-year-old Munir Hassan Saliman turns over a bucket of empty tear gas canisters and lets them fall to the ground, saying soldiers threw them in front of his house the day before, while his children were there. Saliman is working on a new house at the edge of the village, close to the Israeli settlement Yitzar, which has a reputation for housing some of the most aggressive Israeli settlers. He says he faces daily harassment from soldiers as well as settlers. Though the international community deems Israeli settlements in the West Bank illegal, they have grown rapidly in recent decades. In several areas, the surrounding native Palestinian communities face ongoing settler violence where groups of Jewish extremists burn their fields, uproot crops and attack houses, cars and residents. In video taken in recent days and released by Israeli human rights group Spetselem, 
Israeli vigilantes are escorted by soldiers as they set Palestinian trees and fields on fire. They came here with the soldiers, Seliman says as he points to the black burned-out hill opposite his house. Many speculate that a large-scale Palestinian uprising, a so-called Third Intifada, is on its way. At Tuesday's protest, however, political leader of the Fatah party Amin Shoman rejected this, for now. He said that so far only a small number of Palestinians have taken to the streets. But if the situation deteriorates, he fears the worst. We're speaking about uh, a miserable condition now in West Bank and Gaza Strip, and we want to uh, give the peace chance to making a peace in this area. If Netanyahu cannot understand this message, maybe the Antifada coming another time. Lina Otgar, FSRN, in Ramallah, in the West Bank.